Hey, this podcast is not kid-friendly. So if you don't want your kid to hear about sex and the word shit and all that other stuff, you should probably get them out of the room right now. Everybody has a secret. This is Beyond the Secret, an anonymous podcast where I uncover the truth behind people's deepest secrets. My name is Ace Fanning, and I want to know... What's your secret? Welcome back to another week of Beyond the Secret. So, here's the deal. I'm going to put a little trigger warning on this episode. If you are someone who has ever dealt with any sort of domestic violence or physical abuse, this episode may be a trigger for you and could bring up some stuff that maybe you don't want to deal with right now or some stuff from your past that you haven't dealt with. And so this is just kind of my warning to you. Don't feel like you have to listen. Um, Maybe have someone else listen to it first and see if they think you could listen to it. But that's my warning. So just so you know, tread lightly. Now, before going into this interview, I knew that BDSM was a thing. But my knowledge of it was very limited. And... While this interview, I think, is, it's really funny. Like, I like the way that her and I kind of go back and forth, and she lets me ask whatever, and she answers every question. It still made me kind of uncomfortable. And I think that's so funny because I am not someone who ever gets uncomfortable. I mean, unless I'm in, like, a huge crowd and people are touching me, but that's a different story. And so... Yeah, I think it's funny because that just doesn't usually happen and you guys get to hear it. So hopefully you guys enjoy this week's episode. It is a two-parter and I know you're going to hate me, but I'm sorry. I uh, I could talk forever and there's so many things that I wanted to include in this episode that we'd be looking at like a freaking two-hour episode by the time we got through everything. So... This week's secret, I am in a BDSM relationship. Woo! So before we get into your current situation, that's what I'm going to call it for now, what do your past relationships look like? I just kind of want to know who you are and what type of relationships you've been in before this. I'm the girl that always has a boyfriend and not because I want to. And this is going to sound so cocky, but it's just kind of like, like I have people right now that know that I'm single from over 10 years ago, contacting me, trying to talk to me. And they're talking to my friends, trying to get a hold of me. And I'm like, no, like, I don't want anything to do with that. So I'm kind of, I just, it's been very easy for me in the sense of, and I'm a very social person. I kind of realized there was a little, like, I was a little bit different than my friends when I was kind of a teenager, honestly, just because I would say stuff that was, like, very vulgar, and they would just kind of look at me like, did you really just say that? Like, you sound like a guy in a locker room. Like what? Um, Like, I would just, okay, when I was 16, I... I didn't think it was a big deal, but I bought under-the-bed restraints, and my friends were like, what? What the fuck is an under-the-bed restraint? (laughs) 
Um, so it's I consider it very vanilla, but oh um, <laughs> <laughs> but being that you've never heard of it, I mean maybe it's not, but it's basically under the mattress it looks like an X, and then you have um, like a Velcro restraint that comes up for each limb, so your arms and legs, and you can use like you don't have to use all of them at once if you don't want to, but I had some of those, and when you like pull on them, they're under the bed they come up to the top of the mattress so, so you're like in a star it's like the it's like when people in movies do like the handcuff to the bed yeah but it's like your feet too okay so and you have these at 16 <laughs> i didn't think it was a big deal <laughs> well wait you were you had them and you used them or you just had them as like a gag gift no, I had them and I used them. And then it was funny because the guy that I used them with, I saw him like five or six years after we had broken up and he had moved around a lot and he still had them. And I was like, wait, we haven't talked in like five or six years. Oh my God. And he was like, they just remind me of you. And I was like, that is so weird. Like I'm weird, but that's weird. So do you think you're like really good at sex? Uh, <laughs> that's like a... <laughs> That's like asking someone like, I think, okay, this is my opinion about it. I think anyone can be good at sex, even if you're terrible at sex, if you're confident. Oh. Because if you, I will tell you this, I, hearing me talk on this podcast, I know people are going to think, oh my gosh, she probably sleeps with everyone. She's probably got numbers in the hundreds. No, my number is less than 10 and closer to five. Oh, shit. um but I am very like open to trying new things I guess you could say so that's what a lot of people like so I don't know it's just kind of an opinion thing whether or not someone would think I was good at sex do I think I'm good at sex yeah because I enjoy it for myself and well (laughs) no I think I guess it's it's you are you maybe aren't always sleeping with new people but when you show up you're ready to go yeah, because I don't sleep with people unless I have a true connection with them. Gotcha. Well, I, you know what, though? I had a friend recently who was telling us how she's really good at um, deep-throating. Like, she was like, no, like, you don't understand. Like, she was telling me, like, and I don't, I don't know. I've been meaning to Google this ever since we talked. But she was saying, like, <laughs> I can feel the penis into my throat like where if i was a man and had an adam's apple she's like i can feel the penis there okay yeah i get that oh god <laughs> i mean i'm not saying i can do that but i can i am saying i understand what she's saying um oh my god i would throw up i don't have a gag reflex so oh. <laughs> <laughs> i kind of lead with that as a joke like and then people are like oh whatever and then they're like oh okay <laughs> okay so you are free i mean you're very open and free with sex yeah so when i was when i was a teenager i i said something that made someone in my family mad and so i got my door taken off just like in freaky friday oh god (laughs) and so that night um the family's sitting around dinner and i was like in the hallway and I just I think I have no problem with nudity I really don't I think it's very taboo that I mean I think it's silly that it is taboo is what I'm trying to say um just because it's so natural so my family's sitting around the dinner table and I have siblings of both genders 
and uh I just started changing in the hallway and my dad was like can you not and I was like oh I thought you guys wanted to see this because you took my door off <laughs> so, I'm so you're just, also I'm, a smart ass yes which <laughs> will you'll learn about what kind of submissive I am <laughs> but good guess <laughs> Um, there are different types and also I just I do want to make it clear like I am fairly new to this and I do not speak on behalf of the whole BDSM community okay um this is just my experience so I will note that I will send a letter to the BDSM community and say listen she's a novice don't don't take everything she's saying as written law of whatever the uh, technical term would be experimentalist or oh. explorer. <laughs> oh my god, I didn't even know. Um, there is a quiz you can take online and you can like figure out what kind of where you fall in the BDSM community, like what your role would be. Um I, I already know what my role is. My wife and I name? both know what we would like to do. Um <laughs> we listened to a podcast with this girl who I don't know what she called herself. Um, I think she was a, what is it? Like a dominatrix or whatever. She was listing off all the different things that she does for money. Um, and like, she gets paid from clients to do stuff. And some of them were awful. Like she, she calls guys and is like, treats them like shit and like stuff like that. And I was like, Oh God. But one of the things she does is, um, she will talk to a male client and she'll be like, Oh yeah. Like you're a fucking piece of shit. And I know you would never give me $5,000. And he sends her $5,000. Like he wants that before that. My wife and I would be so happy. Like if we could just get on the phone with people all day long and be like, Oh yeah, I know you won't send me 10 grand or, Oh, I know you won't buy me new wood floors for my house because you're a piece of shit. <laughs> and then like done. Like, oh my God. I could I could get it just off rolls into your Venmo. <laughs> oh my God. I would literally never need to have sex again for the rest of my life if I was doing that. I would be on a high all the time. Or another thing she said she does is some guys she says like they like to be ignored. So she said that they'll call her and she'll just set her phone down. And like talk and talk about her day to like who's ever around her, and she just ignores them, and they pay money for this. Yep. Oh my god, what a dream. <laughs> um, okay, but back to you. So, explain to me how you found yourself now a part or an experimentalist in the BDSM world. Um. So this is very cliche, but before the Fifty Shades of Grey books came out, I was already like, you know, doing things that were considered kinks without realizing that they were kinks or that it was BDSM. Um, like what? Like the under the bed restraints, you know, that's just mm -hmm. a form of people do that kind of thing, like the bondage it's considered bondage. They do it all different sorts of ways, whether it be, they make like special soft cotton rope that you can do it with that kind of a thing. So I was doing stuff like that, that fell under the bondage without even realizing like, I mean, I knew it was bondage, but I didn't realize it was BDSM and that I was dabbling in that dark world. <laughs> some people would say, um, let me ask you a question really quick with the bed restraints. Once you're, in your starfish is that i don't know what the technical term would be what do you like do you tickle each other like what 
that I feel like you could set someone up for like absolute torture. Um. So like my thing was like there was one time where a guy wanted me to put him the restraints, and then as soon, like I wasn't confident enough at that point in my life. So when I put him the restraints, I was like, this is so uncomfortable. Like you're not touching me. I'm in full control. I don't like this. And I think that's when it hit me that I was more of a submissive than like the dominant one. Mm-hmm. Um. So that's where like I was immediately like so turned off because I was like I don't want to be in control. So my thing would be like I would be you know in these restraints or whatever and it's more of like a power thing for the guy they can do whatever they want but really you know they know your limits and that's another thing that's very interesting and very cool about this whole dynamic there's so much honesty and you have to have so much comfort because there is a very fine line between abuse and what you know your partner is okay with you know it's not for everyone so my thing would be like I would be tied down and then like I, I kind of knew what kind of submissive I was after taking this quiz that, you know, the person that I'm experimenting with now referred me to, um, because he wanted to see my results, but I'm the kind of person that I will like push you and like, I am a submissive, but I'm considered a bratty submissive. So I'll be like, like, I'll send you a picture and be like, Oh, like, what are you going to do about it? Or like, I'll send a converse like a screenshot of a conversation of me and another guy and be like well what are you going to do about it like that kind of a thing so like sometimes (laughs) when I would be tied up I would be like yeah like you're not going to do anything like you won't do anything about this and then just to like push them a little bit if that makes sense and they like to be pushed yeah because it's like you know okay um one of my things are you ready for like the juicy details fuck give it to me so one of my things that I never knew is I started experimenting with Tinder and my thing was I'm going to date these people. I'm going to keep a log and journal of these people that I'm dating as a joke. They don't know it's a joke and I'm literally doing it for the experience, for the adrenaline rush. And so that one day I can like not out these people because I would never do that, but share my experience of like how insane the dating world is now. So I found a guy on there who was considered a dom. And I went on a date with him just because I wanted to hear his story. So the whole thing was we were talking for like three weeks prior. And I told him, I'm going to go to dinner. And like, I sent him a picture, like, this is what I'm going to be wearing underneath my clothes. And you're going to have to think about that the whole time we're at dinner. And so he told me, he was like, if you act like this, like, I'm going to punish you and I will hit you. And I was like, okay, like, I've never been hit before, but I would like that, like, whatever. And so... That's like another, like, that's kind of why I push people. Like people will not, I've never been like physically assaulted, like punched in the face, but like they'll slap me in the face and and I love it. I don't know why, but I love it. And like people have done it to me before that I've kind of been teaching that weren't really a dom, but I was like, Hey, like you should try this. And they are like, I would never hit a woman. And then they see how I react and they're like, okay, like I definitely want to hit you again. And so then they would do it and like, I'll laugh at them. And they're like, wait, what? And I'm like, seriously, like all that buildup of how you wouldn't hit a woman and that's how you're going to hit me. You got to be kidding. And then they're like, okay, like now I'm in like that kind of a thing. So that's, I what? mean, I am. <laughs> what? Like, <laughs> and you, you find enjoyment from this. I, if I hit a woman, I feel like I would cry my eyes out and 
never forgive myself. Like you. (laughs) This is what you have to understand though. If this happened to me outside of the bedroom, or if this happened with me to someone that I had not discussed prior that this is okay with me, I would absolutely lose my shit with them. But like, for example, the guy that I went on, I, I went on one date with this guy and I am not the kind of person that hooks up with anyone ever. And he was like, to show his like role in this because it was just it's just a game like it with this guy it was just a game there was nothing romantic or we weren't trying to have a relationship or anything to show his position I kind of like told him like he said something I don't remember what he said but he said something along the lines of if you keep acting this way then I'm gonna kiss you before we even get to dinner and I was like okay like you won't so we're standing outside this restaurant on the boardwalk and I get out of my car and I park my like valet my car and um, I walk up and, you know, I, I kind of check before I go on a date with someone if they're legit by Snapchat, because, you know, how if you pull something from your camera roll, it will tell you like it's it goes into the chat, not as like a live photo type thing. So I knew who he was before, like I knew he was legit before I got there. So I see him and he just has this like smirk on his face and he pulled me into him and he just kissed me right there. And like, I was so taken aback because there's all these people everywhere. And I was like, this is my first time meeting you. And I haven't spoke a word to you in person. You're just going to grab me like that and kiss me. Like it was intense. (laughs) I dated a girl in high school and it took us like weeks before we kissed. And the first two times that we kissed, we missed both times. The first. Um, so this is really different for me. Um, okay, so I just okay because now I'm just I'm my brain is just bouncing all over the place. I'm trying to kind of make sense of this, and so it's almost equivalent of like getting spanked. Like yes, yes. You know, like we think a spanking is a. I mean, and. I would like it to be clear right now. No one's ever allowed to spank me. I do not like that. <laughs> um, but, you know, there are people who are like, I like to be spanked. But in a, in the wrong context, getting a spanking is traumatic and we don't like it. But if it's... Yeah. Okay, but your equivalent of spanking is getting slapped in the face. Yeah, but it's not like, you know, the whole time I want to be slapped in the face, you know? Okay. I am going to tell you right now, if you put me in a room with the BDSM community, I would be the most vanilla person in the room, most likely. Okay. Like being slapped, there's people that have like a toolbox that they will bring with them of different gadgets that I can't even tell you what they're for. And I don't want to know. There's that kind of thing. There is an app where you can, it is a dating app or hookup app. It's called, I just found out about it from my dom now. It's called FetLife. Um, it's for people with fetishes and kinks and you can see, instead of seeing someone's like, you know how, well, I don't know if you know, because you're married, but on Bumble, they have your age, your height, like your body type. And then you can answer like random questions. Like what is your first perfect first date or different things like that? Well, on FetLife, they have like what your role is whether you're a sub, a dom. There's people that are into pet play. Do you know what that is? Oh, my. Is that like bestiality? It's like where people will literally put a collar on someone else. They'll lock them in a cage, like eat out of a bowl. There's people that will, 
you know, take their submissive shopping and it can be a guy or a girl and they can get anything they want, but they have to go into the store crawling on hands and knees on a collar and pick out what they want with their teeth and walk it to the counter. Now that, that at I could floor and decor, that. if I could go to floor and decor and get the laminate floors that I'm trying to get for our house, <laughs> I would do that for sure. If they're going to pay for it. I could ask Listen, a dog. Make an account on FetLife tonight, and I promise you by tomorrow you will have someone who wants to do that for you. Oh, my God. That's tempting. And I don't have to have <laughs> sex with them? No. There was a guy who offered me $200 to kick him in the balls for an hour oh. with all my clothes on. Isn't there people who pay, like, I could get, well, I don't know about me because I'm not very cute, but, like, people will pay to, like, rub your feet. Yeah, I was offered five hundred dollars for two and a half hours for that. Oh my god, I would totally do that too. Sign well, me up actually, for that one. I couldn't do it because he wanted me to smash bananas with my feet and then lick them clean. I don't like bananas. And I felt like I would throw up watching that. So I was like, I can't. And oh, he, he would might eat be the really bananas. Weird. What? He would eat the bananas, or you would? He would eat the bananas off my feet that I smashed for I two and a half hours. And rub your feet. Yeah, for $500. I could do that. Are you lonely and wishing you had some company? Are you rich and looking to share your wealth? Well, look no further. Ace Fanning here, companion extraordinaire. If you're looking to pay, I'm willing to hang. Looking to get handsy? How about on these feet? Want to remember the feeling of hardwood? Come install hardwoods in my home. Want to fill someone up? I'm always hungry. And for the low price of $600 an hour, I'm willing to make all of your dreams come true. As long as you don't touch me and I don't have to touch you. Ace Fanning, your one-stop companion shop. Okay, but so on Tinder, how did you know who was who? And like, how did you... Okay, so how did you know that like you were talking to someone... How would you find out that you were talking to someone who was into BDSM? Um, So with the person that I went on this date with, um, we were just talking, you know, for three weeks or so before we ever went out. Okay. So So it's not like you message someone and you're like, hey, will you be my daddy? Like, it's not like that. (laughs) Oh, God. But, you know, this guy and I, we were just kind of talking and I have never, ever been into hookups. I'm still not, but with this guy, we just kind of talked about it, and I, honestly, it was, this was probably four or five months ago, so I can't remember how it even came up. I think I was just being, like, kind of bratty to him, and he was like, well, if you keep acting like that, I'm gonna have to punish you, and I was like, okay, wait, like, do you actually know what you're talking about, or are you just being, like, a boy? He knew exactly, he was the first person that ever hit me, and that's when I realized that I liked it. I could not, I've... I could not imagine being hit and liking it. That sounds awful. Um, okay, so um, I'm I got sweaty pitch just thinking about it. I don't I don't even actually. You know what? I dated a girl once before my wife, and she did this thing where she would always punch me in the arm, like like oh you're so funny, and then she'd punch me in the arm, and I had never been punched before, and I swear to God, my arm would be like limp and I was just like (laughs) and I would literally like I was like I can't do this like my arm I can't be punched I can't handle this so um 
yeah, that's a far stretch for me. So currently, Wait, what about what about being choked though? Would you let someone choke you? Oh God, no! I get so nervous around like a a, a shirt that's buttoned too tightly. <laughs> <laughs> This is like, do you want to be choked? Yeah. <laughs> what if you died? <laughs> it's so funny, but it's actually happened. Oh, God. That would be the only thing that I would maybe like about that is I'd probably get a date line that way. <laughs> okay, there's people this, I'm not into this, but there's people that will like, um, you know, like tie something around a door, like a shirt or something, and then they'll choke themselves out while they're masturbating. And like, there's people that actually die that way. So do the you, rule with choking is like, you have to do it with someone who knows what they're doing. And it's, I, I mean, I've passed out from choking before. So if someone's passing out, you should probably stop. And then you can just, you know, they'll come back. So do you know what one of my worst fears in life is? I have no idea. Your dog like sitting on you while you're sleeping and suffocating you. No. <laughs> Being murdered while I'm naked because I think about like the crime scene photos and like all these photos, I would be naked and I'm like, well, I don't know what the body does after death, but like, what if like my penis shrinks way, way up and everyone like sees these crime scene photos and they're like, Oh my God, this is so embarrassing. Like, or like you piss and shit yourself when you die oh god so i'm gonna have a bunch of shit in my butt crack and like so my my worst fear like i always hope like if i am murdered i hope that i have clothes on that's very beautiful okay so <laughs> how did you meet this current guy that you are talking what are, what okay. is this consider is this talking is it a relationship um there's well, everyone, there are some people that enjoy this lifestyle in the sense that they will literally, instead of being a submissive, you can be a slave oh, and God. you can get married and it's, you live the lifestyle your whole life. How long I can sustain what I am doing now? I don't know. Um, the person that I am talking to now, I, I am not yet what is considered collared. So in the dating world, it would be like, you're dating, but you're not exclusive. You're not official. It's not my boyfriend, that kind of a thing. So when he collars me, and some people use like a physical collar, I said, absolutely not. I work a very professional career. I will not be wearing a collar to my job, which is he works with me. Oh. Um, <laughs> yes, that is how, that is how um, we met. We work together. However, if you lined him up in a room with every type of guy, because I don't really have a type, which sounds, yeah, everyone has a type. If you put him in a room and you put my best friends in that room and you said, pick which one is her dom, they would never pick this guy ever. Because he doesn't look dominant or because he just doesn't look like someone you would normally he, be? With? If you met him, you would one, never know that he's dominant ever. And also because he does not look like anyone I would ever date. Okay. And that's, if I told you why, I would sound extremely shallow. No, that's, is he fat? Um, no, but my type of guy is, I don't care if you're fat, skinny, or athletic body type, but you have to work out. Like, you have to be trying, and not even work out, but, like, 
if I call you on a Saturday and I'm like, hey, you want to go hike? Like, you better not be dry heaving and throwing up the whole time. Just because that's something that I do, you know? So, or if I call you and I'm like, hey, let's go surfing. And you're like, oh, well, I can't keep up because I'm not in shape. Like, it's just, I live a very, like, athletic lifestyle. So, and he's not. He's, there's no way. Like, he couldn't keep up with that right now. I told him, I said, you need to start, like, being more active if you want an actual relationship out of this. Which, I don't know if I ever could have an actual relationship with him. I should, um, I should let you know now. I don't think I'm going to be able to collar you because I don't, I don't appreciate activity. Um, <laughs> I don't like hiking. I don't like, I don't like, I've never been surfing, but I don't like the idea of it. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's <sighs> okay. So I'm sorry. There's probably not a match to collar up. Um, that's, that's fair. Your wife is very beautiful. So <laughs> <laughs> I can respect that. Okay. So you, uh, you meet at work. What the fuck does that come Like, does it just slowly kind of come up in conversation? So I'm a very vulgar person. Um, there was someone that I was seriously dating and I said something about, um, I said something about them to him and this other person that we work with. He said, Oh, well, I need to hear more of these. And then he said the person's names. So I'm going to say, I need to hear more of these Joe stories. And I, I looked at him and I kind of raised my eyebrows like flirting. And I was like, I was like, that's great, but they're not going to be any longer than 60 seconds. And him and the coworker just looked at me like, what did she just, cause I was referencing how long he could last in bed. Oh, the guy that I was dating and they caught it immediately cause they know how vulgar I am. And so they were just dying laughing. So then that coworker and the Dom that I'm seeing now, he, uh, somehow the girl, she was, she added us into a group chat thinking that him and I already had each other's phone numbers. So she added us to this group chat because we all listened to the same podcast that I was talking to you about before this. And we will listen to it at work and we'll all be dying laughing. And we sit kind of far from each other and we'll just hear each other. And we just know we're listening to it. And, uh, this girl added us in a group chat and was like, did you guys hear that new episode? The part where they're talking about this. And, uh, I was like, okay, wait, who are we? I, I knew her number, but I was like, who are we in this with? Because I'm not about to like go off because I work with her. So I have no idea who's in this group chat. And then he piped up and was like, oh, it's so-and-so. And I was like, okay. And then we would just kind of talk about the episode, but it wasn't like one of those group chats that blows up. And then it was a Saturday night and they were both talking about going, you know, out to the boardwalk, which is like the hangout spot. Um, for bar hopping. And I was like, yeah, like, no, I'm not going to go. He texted me and was like, are you down? And I was like, down to go out. And I was like, no, like, I'm just going to stay in tonight. What, like, which usually I'd be like, yeah, like, let's go, let's do it. For whatever reason, I was like, no. And then when I said that thing about Joe and the 60 second thing, I texted him at work and was like, you better keep your mouth shut because he's kind of a drama person and talks a lot. And I was like, you need to keep your mouth shut about what I said to you. Like, don't be spreading around the office that I am talking about my dating life or whatever. So I, I literally messaged him and was like, keep your mouth shut. And then it kind of just came out that he was a dom. And I was like, wait, are you actually, because this is like my dream for however many years, multiple years now, a decade. And, I'm, and he was like, yeah, I am. Like, what do you know about the lifestyle? And it just was downhill from there. 
Okay, so one of the things that I feel like I really pride myself on with this podcast is being unbiased, you know? And I'll be honest, I went into this podcast unbiased. I didn't know that much about BDSM, and I try to stay as unbiased as possible throughout the interview. But you guys can totally tell that I am totally biased because I just... I can't understand. Like I have been my entire life. I have five sisters and I've been told my entire life, you know, you don't hit girls. Do not put your hands on girls, all this stuff. And now there's this girl out there and she's like, hit me. I'm like, Oh, like I, I'm not judging her. Like that's not at all what I'm doing. I'm just so shocked. And I think that shock kind of comes in a lot throughout the entire interview. But yeah, I'm just, I don't know. It is so crazy to me, but uh, I don't know. We dive into it more next week. Um, but before I end this episode, one of the things that I wanted to include was just a little something that I did during the editing of this episode. So that's why this episode got cut a little bit short. Um, but I hope you enjoy. And before I go, um, if you are not yet a part of the closed Facebook group, you should come join it. I feel like there's going to be a lot of conversations after this episode airs. And if you have not yet left a review on iTunes, I would appreciate it if you would, but only if you like it. Only if you want to give it a five-star review. If you want to give it less than five stars, then I don't care. <laughs> all right. Well, I will talk with all of you guys next week. Okay, so in the middle of editing this episode, she's talking about this BDSM test, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to try it. And it is bdsmtest.org. Uh, let's test the kink out of you. Welcome to the BDSM test. We'll begin testing your kinkiness shortly. Would you like us to help you track your evolution over time with a free account? I'm going to select no. I want to start the test anonymously now. Before we start, okay, I'm not a robot, blah, blah, blah. Verifying. Oh, my God. It's a lot of work. I'm a male. I am 26 to 20, strictly heterosexual. I prefer a short and simple. Yeah, we don't need the whole thing. Show all questions recommended. Okay. Um, I like to be dominated, especially in the bedroom. You have absolutely disagree with a bunch of variations all the way up to absolutely agree. Oh, I'm going to say mostly disagree. I like receiving pain during sex, BDSM, and seeing the results of it. Marks, bruises, makeup, running, my tears, etc. afterwards. That's going to be an absolutely disagree. Um, if I could make some money from selling porn clips of myself, I definitely... <laughs> that's an absolutely agree. <laughs> I don't have any sort of specific fetish or non-standard sexual turn-on. Wait, I don't have any sort of specific... Yeah, I'm going to go with agree on that one. Um, if I could not fulfill all of my partner's sexual desires, I would encourage them to see other people to fill the gaps. Oh, God, no, absolutely disagree. 
Um, I want my partner to serve me and address me as a superior. Um, no. I could be sexually submissive now and be sexually dominant another time, either to the same or to another partner. Well, I don't even fucking know what that means. I'm going to say disagree. Oh, God, there's more. I'm willing to try anything once, even if I don't think I will like it. Hmm, no. I enjoy feeling like a prey hunted by a predator? God, no. I would like to have sex with multiple people at the same time. That is my worst nightmare. Um, the idea of being tortured sexually is appealing? No. I will naturally take on a nurturing and guiding almost parental role in a relationship. Mm, no. I feel the need to serve my partner and treat them with the highest respect, addressing them as a superior. Well, okay, like, yeah, you should give them respect, but I'm not going to address them as... I'm going to go neutral, no opinion. Um, I like to dominate my partners, especially in the bedroom. I'll go one after absolutely disagree, like just kind of like a kind of disagree. No, I'll go two in, like kind of disagree. You guys can't see this test, but it's like red, orange, a mix of orange and yellow, yellow, light green, dark green, very green, and that's like the way it works. <clears throat> oh my God, I'm only 24% through this quiz. I liked inflicting pain during sex, BDSM, and seeing the result. No, I just fucking said no to this. I like to be sexually degraded and humiliated by my partner. No. I enjoy playing a different age than what I... No. I like to be completely in charge in the bedroom and order my partner around. No. I like my partner to be completely in charge in the bedroom, ordering me around. No. I enjoy being verbally degraded or called humiliating names during sex slash BDSM. No. There's no reason why sex should have to happen in private spaces isolated from the outside world. There is no reason why sex would have to happen, like having sex outside. I'll go one after disagree. I'm a lot of disagrees here. Um, I often behave in animalistic ways during sex, growling, howling, etc. No, I've never growled during sex. In an ideal relationship, I should have no hard limits. My life should belong to my partner, and they should decide what is good for me. Fuck no. I like to sexually degrade and or humiliate my partner sometimes. No. I would like it when my partner is completely tied up during sex slash BDSM. No. And you know what scares me about that is I'm not really good with ties, and I just think, like, you know, you you're, you got your candle burning, you're getting frisky, you tie them up, candle falls over, the entire room is in flames, and it's up to me to now untie my partner. Whew, that's, I, I would fuck it up. And then I'd probably be convicted of murder. Then I'd have a dateline. Being treated with little or no respect during sex arouses me. No. I enjoy being kept as a pet in a cage, eating out of a bowl, being petted, caressed, etc. No. I find the romantic aspect in a relationship much more important than the sexual or kinky aspects. I'm going to go with like a light agree. Diet agree? I don't know what you'd call that. I enjoy people seeing me be naked or having sex, even or especially when they didn't intend to do so. God, no. My worst fear is to be naked. Talking back to one's dominant in a talking back to one's dominant in a teasingly disobeying way should be a part of a, the subs fun. No. 
Um, I like to submit to my partner 24-7 and see serving them as my life purpose. No. Being in fear of what my partner's going to do to me physically is a... No. I enjoy dressing or behaving like a child or engaging in child-appropriate activities such as coloring in a coloring book or going to the playground. You know what fucking thing I like to do as a child? Take a nap. I like to be totally helpless and at my partner's disposal, physically unable to resist what they do. No! I enjoy feeling like a predator hunting its prey. Good God, no. Physically restricting my partner during sex slash BDSM with clothes, attributes, chains, rope is arousing. No. It's no big deal when things I try on, when things I try turn out bad for me. It's part of the risk and it's, no, my biggest thing is failure. I have plenty of sexual fantasies that I would like to try out more than most of my kinky peers. No. Assuming I was single, I would like to join an existing couple or polygroups relationship for sexual and or emotional purposes. No, but I would love to talk to them and have them on the podcast. The idea of torturing someone sexually is appealing. No, I enjoy verbally degrading my partner, or calling them humiliating names. No, I enjoy and take pride in being a good domestic servant. For, no, I'm not a servant. Um, I have a thing for large age differences in sexual encounters or relationships. No. Well, not entirely true. If there's a sugar daddy out there listening, I'm very, very into that. Um, being physically restricted during sex, blah, 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 is arousing. No, I feel like I already fucking answered that. I enjoy keeping my partner as a pet. No. I enjoy watching people be naked or having sex, even or especially... You know what? Okay, here's the thing. It's not... Well, wait, let me see this. I don't get aroused by the idea of that, but I will say that if I was walking by and there was someone in their house having sex on the couch, you know for sure my fat ass is going to be watching, mainly from like a, a funny point of view. Like, I think that would be hilarious. I'll do... Um, I'll do a neutral on that one. I'm not aroused by it, but I think it'd be so funny. I enjoy playing, or like the time that I saw the kids having sex in their car in our neighborhood. That was also funny. I enjoy playing or acting like a pet animal. No. Treating my partner with little or no respect. Actually, going back on that one, for a long time when I was a kid, I uh, was under, I would pretend that I was a Dalmatian. Like, for an extremely long period of time treating my partner with little or no respect during sex arouses me no i'd like my partner to submit to me 24 7 and i'm willing to take the responsibility that comes i'm no um i could not always be dominant or always submissive i need both i don't have an opinion i love seeing the fear in my partner's eyes when they know i'm going to inflict pain on them no i would be willing to leave everything i have behind to live the bdsm life of my dreams no if part of my sexual desires are not fulfilled with my partner, I'd want to see other people fill the gaps. No, I already said that one. I find it adorable when my partner acts or dresses childlike or when they engage in childlike activity. No. I would like to be completely tied up. Nope. I like it when my partner takes on a nurturing guide, almost parental. You know what? I'm going to do a slightly agree on that one. Um, I want to meet more like-minded, kinky people, and we're willing to put an effort in that. I'm going to say absolutely agree because, oh, God, no, I'm going to say no. That came up with a secondary question. I was going to say yes for the podcast. If a new awesome kink or BDSM project was launched, I would like to be kept up to date. No. Okay, let's see. 
Ooh, okay. My results summary, um, 98% vanilla is what mine is called. Um, 42% for the daddy mommy, 40% for the voyeur. That doesn't really shock me. Um, switch, 28%. What the fuck is that? Switches like to, well, switch. Always taking a dominant or top position is not for them. Neither is always taking a submissive or bottom position. Some prefer to switch with the same partner or partners. Others have a dominant blah, 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 blah. Exhibitionist, 19%. Dominant, 18%. A brat tamer, 9%. Submissive, 5%. Boy girl, 4%. Primal hunter, 3%. Slave, 1%. Pet, 1%. I don't even know how I got 1% on those. Rigor, 1%. And then after that is all zeros for things like rope bunny, age player, degradee, brat, Primal, which is the prey, experimentalist, masochist, degrader, owner, master slash mistress, sadist, and non-monogamist. Those were all zero. So if you guys want to do your own BDSM test, you can go to bdsmtest.org. Everybody has a secret. 